Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to the Successful Mentalist podcast. My name is, oh my gosh, he's, is this payback from me it, slurping on your episode? This is karma. Karma sucks. Wow. Well, to be fair, we are recording this on like basically the hottest day in England and we're sat in our little rooms recording a podcast for mentalists, sweating everywhere, everything's drenched in sweat, everything is soaked, but we're committed to delivering these weekly podcasts for you guys. So with that in mind, I, I really think that's enough you know, motivation to get people to subscribe, don't you? I, I think it I is. Mean, yeah, that's right. Subscribe to the sweat pool that we are suffering through to give you an episode what are we episoding about today, Ashley? We are talking and episoding today about uh, actually revealing information, but doing it like properly and going through the process and making it interesting. And I thought it would be really kind of interesting uh, if we just kind of recap about ourselves again, and then we go into our processes, pro processes, processes of actually revealing the information in our characters and then talk about how people can start to apply that to themselves and their own performances and own character so uh so yeah anything else you want to talk about or shall i just jump straight into uh talking about me and my little revealing of stuff well yeah uh, let's do a, a, a quick recap of our characters for those people who haven't listened to episodes uh 13 and 14 uh in which me and ashley have a like we have a pretty deep dive on what it's like performing under the psychological character and also the psychic character with me being the psychological character. Um, so in short, uh, for me, I, I'm, I present myself as a, a psych psychological uh, character, um, which basi basically means that I'm reading people and I'm, I'm partly because a lot of my work is genuinely involves me reading people um that's sort of the presentation i at, i am actually just out and out reading people's tells and body language and um and using sort of targeted guesswork as well as an, a fundamental understanding of psychology and all of that kind of stuff uh to create my illusion of mind reading fantastic character and uh yeah i love it every time i see it but my character is completely opposite in it it's um it's not revealing information via uh, the use of body language or tells it's i i mean i come across as a psychic so i perform as a psychic and i i say that i use my own intuition to pick up on information so whatever that might be it's my own gift uh, my own psychic ability so it, it varies really quite a lot and and what you're going to see in a minute is the the real difference between how both myself and aiden actually go about revealing a very simple piece of information so i think It'll be very good now that kind of people are back on track again. They know I do what I do, you do what you do. Give me a piece of information, then I'll, I'll just go through kind of the image I build up in my head to get from point A to point B in regards to a revealing it. Awesome. So that's a, that's a great idea. Uh, so we will, for the purposes of this episode, we will use the word duh, 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 uh, boat. Awesome. Does that seem fair? Yeah. So a mid-routine, 
I've been performing. If you guys listen to this, can visualize that. I'm at a gig, close up stage, whatever. I've been performing and I've gathered the information that someone is thinking of boat. This, that's quite apt. You can hear seagulls in the background now. Look at that, little spooky. Partly why I chose it. <laughs> Perfect. So, um, so yeah, and that links into the point I was going to say, actually. If I'm revealing boat to someone, I'm not going to just go spontaneously, ah, oh, you're thinking of something, you're thinking of, my intuition's telling me boat. No, what I do is I actually take a step back and I think of boat. And in my head, I build up an image of the boat and the scenery around it. So I imagine every little thing. So I see the boat there. I, I might picture what type of boat it is. And in my head, I build up a scene of where that boat is. And for me right now, I'm thinking of this boat and I, I see it right out at sea, but close to a harbour, seagulls around the... And, and the other bits from the scene, like if you was there, you'd be able to smell the freshness of the sea. So you get the point. I'm building up a whole image and now I'm starting to encompass my other senses. So as well as being able to smell the that fresh kind of seaside, you know, sea breeze, you might have a little chill and feel the wind and, and maybe the heat on the back of your neck uh, if you're out on the deck of the boat. So I'm encompassing all of my senses with literally just the word boat and I'm building up an entire image so when I come around to perform this I say okay for some reason I, I really get like the feeling of like warmth on the back of my neck and then I pause and I let them think right where's he going with this and then I build it up again and there's also like a little but there's warmth on the back of my neck but almost like a, a refreshing kind of like cold like it almost feels like I don't know whether it's like a rubbing or blowing against me and there's a distinctive kind of smell and I start to piece those pieces together and then I say ah oh, maybe this is something to do with the sea and then I link that into the boat and saying the sea but this this you're not thinking of sea you're thinking of something maybe to do with the sea this is maybe I don't know whether this is something you're on or a holiday or something you're doing um and then you know chuck those lines out see where they go and then I say you're thinking of uh, this is something you're on something out at sea maybe this is some sort of boat you're thinking of a boat and you're, and you're feeling because i can feel the warmth and you get the point of how i kind of piece all of those things together using all of my senses so it's no longer revealing you're thinking of something boat is now going through the process and kind of building those little things up to get to that certain point and for me i just think it makes it a little bit more interesting and just kind of it just kind of makes the routine a bit more fun and they they see that kind of pseudo process going on I mean, just, I love that. I mean, for me, that's doing three things that are all very, very important uh, when actually when it comes down to revealing information, whether whether you're aware of it or not. But um, being able to take this one piece of information and and turn it into a full picture that not only does that one person understand, but the entire audience, whether you're performing close up or on stage, that entire audience can can get into that reveal as well. It becomes part of them rather than just a singular turn a billet round, well, hey, kind of thing. Yeah. So you're actually putting that picture in everyone's heads and the way you do it as well, you're telling a story. You're actually creating a narrative and you're creating that flow which allows people to understand your process but in a way that they'll be able to retain it and remember it like later on because people want to tell stories and people want to share stories which is here it's it, it's a great idea like when like if, if you just revealed out and out that it was a boat sure they might tell people like oh my god i was thinking of the word boat and he, he just knew 
But actually, when people tell the story after seeing you do it, what they're getting is, yeah, he 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 worked out that I was thinking of boat, but he 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 t- like he got that all the setting, he got all of this other stuff as well. Like he he knew where I was. He he was describing everything, how I was feeling, what I was feeling. Like he just knew everything. He was really inside my head, kind of thing, which is it it just beautiful. It just and again, your the way you approach your different senses as well. Again, I, I speak about this quite a lot in. I don't think I've referenced it on the podcast just yet, but the uh, to really enhance memories, you if you can combine multiple senses, you're actually tying the 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 sort of pieces of information all together, and actually your your audiences are going to be able to remember it uh, for longer because it's going to become a stronger memory. So the idea that you're really getting inside of everybody's house, telling that telling them that story giving them that picture where they can smell the sea they can they can feel the winds they can see the color they can they could do all of this they're building that fully fleshed picture and experience inside their own heads so they're going to remember that for a long time uh, and i don't know whether you're consciously doing those in the process but they're just three things that i absolutely love about that idea look at that feedback from the psychology master i love that now it's um it's, it's something which i you know i, I really think about it's and it, and it helps me like if i see a word or an image it's always thinking about how how can you see this in a scene how can you see this in a story or an image and then once you can see it in a story or an image or an image like you can look at it and you can you can pick out different parts of that story or image and relay that back and i i don't see a lot of mentalists doing it and i think it's because it's it's almost daunting and hard. Like, how are you getting all this information? But stripping it back and and putting it in a story or image makes it so easy because you're just picking the points out of there. Um, so it's it's really something super simple you can do once you know how. I, th- I think it also comes down to a level of fear. Like people don't want to spend so long creating a a pic- like a story or a picture to get to a reveal of the word boat because they're being paid to perform like if you're doing a stage performance or a corporate gig or regardless you're being paid to perform say a, a, like at a paid booking you're being paid you've got to get the hits you've got to you're, you're being paid to get stuff right but actually i think that's where the the sort of community has gone a little bit skew if it's kind of got a misguided understanding of what it really means because if you boil it down we are entertainers and so regardless of the amount of hits that we should be getting, sure, we need to be getting those hits if we're being paid to do that. That is our job. If nothing else, then like we really need to make sure that they're, they're in place. But being able to create and build that entertaining story, build that picture, that's where the real value will come in, like from my perspective. And I think people are scared because they they've got that understanding that it has to be reveal, 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 reveal. Well, actually what what you're kind of saying here is that instead what we should be doing is we should be stripping it sort of back a little bit but building more in there giving like the the performance the ability to blossom yeah and and i think what you've just said there really does hit the nail on the head and especially you're paid to perform you're not paid to do tricks you are there to perform Hi guys, it's Ashley here. I just want to quickly interrupt this podcast just to say one little thing. If you do enjoy the podcast that we are currently putting out at The Successful Mentalist, uh, do us a favour and make sure to subscribe. It will honestly help us out. It will mean the world. It will help with our stats and rankings, which mean that we're then shown to more magicians and mentalists around the world. And 
we want to try and help as many people as possible with these podcasts. So honestly, if you could subscribe, it would mean the absolute world to us. Anyway, back to the podcast. I'm curious because you have a completely different style because obviously your character is like literally the opposite of mine. Your process behind inf- revealing information is so diff- so different, but it's so suited to you, which is which is so nice in this episode, hearing like the complete opposite ends of the spectrum. So why don't we hit the question back to you and why don't I say boat? We go with the same thing again so people can really see the comparison here. If you've just gathered the piece of information boat, how would you go about revealing it? Okay, so for the most part, um, again, I think it's to really understand my perspective and my sort of angle. um, I'll give you a little bit beforehand. So usually when I get people to think of pieces of information... Um, I encourage them, even if they they out and out tell me that okay, I'm thinking of an object. I encourage them. Say, right, you can change your mind. I want you to think of absolutely anything. It can be an a, a, an object, a person, a place, a picture. I I give them this like an image. I give them this level of complete freedom to think of any type of information from any category that they like, and that's important. So, if after that I see uh, in some way that they're thinking of a boat. My process tends to look the same regardless of the information. So I always like to start by trying to have them imagine it as a word and think of the first letter. I then try and, and reveal the first letter. So for me, I quite simply, um, I have them lock, eye, uh, lock, lock eyes with me, I keep the eye contact, and I just say A to Z and Z to A very, very quickly. So um, if that's confusing for anybody, I'm going to do it to Ashley right now. Um Ashley, just lock eye contact with me. Um, just think of just think of that first letter of your word. Okay, so uh, A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z Z Y S W V U T S L Q P R N O M K J I H G F E D C B A. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, so that's it. That's usually the reaction I get. I usually because it gives me an opportunity to play. I usually like people are either like, oh my god, like they're, they're like, and sometimes that even gets applause in and of itself. Um, so fun fact for you, people are impressed by the alphabet. Um, but I I do that because it's a nice presentational thing. It also gives me an opportunity. I'm like I I actually try and test tells and read people at that point as well. So that's there's two things going on there. But it also looks quirky because then I can sit back and then I can in any way I like reveal that first letter, and that's the only letter I do this for. So I I, rev- I either write it down and flip it around or I literally just is that first letter is a B is it or whisper it to somebody else and then have them confirm the letter and uh, whatever it is that fits best theatrically, I reveal the first letter. So regardless of the information, first letter. From there, I tend to um, to chunk it down into, right, so now I know the first letter, it could still be millions of things. Uh, and that's even if you've gone something from the English language. A little reframe there to make it seem like it really could be anything else. Um, but then I nail the category. So in this case, because earlier on I said you could think of a an object, a person, a place, a picture, a word, a, a name. You could literally think of a, a drawing if you wanted. Absolutely anything. I then I give myself that extra hit of revealing what it is. So in this case, this is um, this is an object, and then I, again I chunk that down. I reveal that 
from there i then just do some uh, some generic sort of um filtering process to work out with it so i have them often if it's an object have them hold their their, their dominant handout just um completely outstretched almost like they was going for a high five just hold it outstretched and i want them to imagine uh sort of touching that object on the count of three and then like I'm, I mirror that action and I also just kind of reflect and copy what it is that they're doing. I ask them not to wiggle their fingers or anything uh, in case that gives it away. But I try and like I emphasize what any micro mov- movements that they're doing on their hand. It looks credible um, and it looks cool. Uh, but then I just start describing, in this case, the boat. So I'd say, OK, this is interesting. There's a, there's an element of smooth here, but it depends on. What it is, because am I am I getting the sense that there's a sort of a grip to this as well? So rather than just hand flat, you're holding on to something. And regardless of what they say, I literally just guide them to the specific bit. So for example, I could guide them to a handrail on the boat, hence the grip. Or I could, if they're not thinking of that, chances are they're imagining putting their hand up on the side of the boat. So I I do that, and and I can just filter a little bit about what's going on inside their heads, um, and push them in the right direction um I, I know that's a lot and, and then i kind of just from there i just sort of summarize and have them imagine some sort of color and, and then i start to add a little bit of extra stuff but um from there that's pretty much how i'd how i'd reveal it perfect wow that's laid does out that make sense yeah, oh, do that's laid out perfectly so easy for people to understand and and i love the analytical nature and i that that links so much in like so well into into a psychological performance and it is nice as well even though you are coming across, you know, with with obviously the psychology and like this isn't, you know, it's not a magic trick. This isn't psychic. This is just, you know, body language reading people. I love that you still do use another sense, like the sense of touch as well. And and does that yeah. is that because it goes back to exactly what you were saying just a few moments ago about them remembering exactly that. It. It's exactly that. It's kind of so. Whereas you approach things by creating the picture inside of your head and then describing and telling that story or that picture as a story. For me, it's building up that picture through different significant things. And I think this is what uh, it's also worth referencing here is that what you'll notice about my presentation is that zero percent of it is overtly me telling you I am now reading you. It is implied, which if you listen back to episode 13, where I where we discuss what it's like as a psychological character, this is what essentially my golden rule on how to become a credible psychological performer. If you tell people you're doing it, they become sceptical. If you imply that you're doing it, it becomes credible. So here it's like that. Again, for me, that's the important thing. I, I, I do the whole alphabet thing because it's a good moment theatrically, stage or close up but it also implies that I'm doing it for real. But yes, in terms of the, the the sensations and having them hold up their hand and imagine what they're feeling, I'm describing these other emotions, uh, the, these are not emotions, sorry, these other sensations. Um, but I also sometimes will get the, uh, the rest of the audience to do it as well. So even if they don't know the piece of information, I'll get the other people in the group or in the audience to hold their hands up as well and imagine what they can feel. So whereas I then get the the immediate, for example, if Ashley, you were to do that now, uh, thinking of a boat, I, I'd describe that there's a sort of a smooth, but there's a rough surface to this. Who who else was thinking of a smooth, rough surface? I then can look around. Kind of works as a little bit of a teeny dual reality thing um, because some people will be like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was thinking. Um, but in terms of what it looks like, everybody's got the hands up 
already because of the frame because you're all having everybody hold their hand so as they're looking around it kind of you ask the question whilst everyone's hands are up it looks like everybody's like yeah i was feeling that as well <laughs> that's clever so it's a small subtle thing it's a teeny subtle thing um but it just helps it sell the illusion a little bit deeper yeah and even you know aside from character and all of that the revealing stuff a second like being able to use the entirety of the audience is is brilliant and very clever there but no i i think I think you've got some really great points and and what you were saying in episode 13 about how to come across credible if you're doing psychological performances and even if you're a you're a kid doing this there's some beautiful beautiful tips in that um so I would urge you guys if you're listening to this now if you've liked the stuff that Aiden's been saying go back to episode 13 because you're going to get some absolute gold from there so yeah no I, I think that's uh I think that's great I'm just curious, is there a um, a way that right now as we get into the end of the podcast, something that you can think of like uh, something that people can take away to help with their kind of process of revealing information? So they've they've heard how we both do it. They've heard how I build the picture up and how you you build it up in performance through an more analytical approach. But if there's someone like there at the moment thinking that's all well and great, but I'm really struggling to do this myself. What will help me out? Yeah, so this is really, uh, really um, sort of important. We know, like, this is our approach. We are just outlining, We've out, here in this episode, we've given you, this is our process. Ashley's got this very top-down approach to getting to the information, whereas I've got this very much bottom-up approach to getting to the same point. Um, and I've also got, like, a very, like, a diagram, which um, I, I do want to share about, our approaches um so keep an eye on the tsm social media and stuff like i want to share that just so you can see what it's like for us um but the most important thing is that this is specific to us because we understand our characters and that's perhaps the most important thing before you even start thinking of different ways to to reveal information work out what is it that your character would do for example you look at um you think what would Darren Brown do or or for Colin if you've got one of those external characters or you're playing like a, another character um, like yourself as well Ashley it's like you can look and think what would that character do so for Colin Cloud he's playing the real life Sherlock Holmes so he can simply ask the question of what would Sherlock Holmes do and he, he brings it back to to that so if you can tie it into your character and understand more about your character then you're already on the on the groundings so again, that's episode five. If we've we've done a episode covering the basics of that, if you aren't clear already, but in terms of an actional, like an action, like a clear actionable point that you can do right now, um, we we actually discussed an exercise in the boring mentalism lecture that we did, um, which was the the ten pieces of information per every piece of information. Did you want to just elaborate on that, Ashley? Yeah, and this was a uh, this was a real fun one. We took something. Uh, like a like a playing card where you would initially think okay it's just a playing card if you're going to reveal that you just say what the playing card is maybe the number maybe the suit but that's it but we we got I th i'm pretty sure we actually got about 11 or 12 inf pieces of information from that but there was you know a minimum of 10 10 different pieces of information 10 different ways in in how you can actually build up to revealing that specific thing and um and what we've done is we've built a little workbook for you guys. 
So at the end of this podcast, if you check in the show notes, you can download the little workbook uh, that we've got. And there's a good few pages on there of various different things. And written on there are just 10 simple lines where you'll be able to look at whatever is on that page. I'm not going to tell you what's on there because it's supposed to be a surprise to like hit you in the moment. And then your challenge is just to write 10 different things about that. Whatever that might be, whether it's uh, maybe like the the image what what could be in the the image or or the story like what i was saying or or in regards to aiden maybe go for a more kind of anal- analytical thing like can you reveal like the first letter in the word but just kind of looking a little bit deeper into this and then by doing those exercises you'll you'll be so much more confident when performing you'll be able to go out and you won't have to worry Oh, it's it's so difficult for me to do that or or what Aiden was saying, oh I'm just here just to do tricks and get hits. You're now gonna be like, Oh, this is a beautiful way of performing and this is all part of the performance and you're gonna go out there and absolutely kill it. Well, I think it's not only that, but if you 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 train yourself into this way of thinking, this what like what else is there in this? Like what is like okay boat cool what what else is there if you train yourself into that way of thinking you will genuinely naturally see an, a huge uptake in your overall creativity when it comes down to presenting information and cre- actually designing routines as well like that's that will go through the roof because you're training your brain to think about things on a deeper level and you're thinking about things uh that like from non-face value um so that's again a, a additional bonuses so i i would encourage that you you definitely head to the workbook um or head to the show notes to get that workbook download it for completely for free just literally download it scroll through um and have a play um it's going to be a big one but there is something else that did just cross my mind um that i do want to talk about here because this is like sort of the other end of things we've established that if you if you know your character you've got a bit of a clearer understanding on how to reveal the information We've spoken about breaking the single piece of information down into more, um, like turning that one piece of information uh, into something greater than itself. But also, I think another important point is to actually look at from the audience perspective and consider what sort of impact do you want that revelation to have. So to just go a little bit deeper on that is, do like what do you want out of that specific reveal? Do you want it to be like a complete shock reveal? Like it comes out of nowhere, like a spontaneous reveal, which I know that you're brilliant at, actually. Um, the, the, like this just casually just dropping in a name reveal or just um, or just like a, something, a random crazy piece of information to get that shock factor. Like what, what sort of emotional impact do you want on the end? Do you want to build this narrative and create this beautiful story to get to this reveal so that people are actually feeling it on a sort of a heartfelt level? Do you want them to just be absolutely laughing their socks off throughout the entire process? Like, what do you what do you want the impact of that reveal to be? And that will, again, really, really help uh, on the sort of the process on how you're going to get to that point, because you can just align every every subtle moment every piece of script every every mini reveal if you like to that point um i don't know if i'm waffling there but i i it kind of just came to my mind but i, th- I think that that's an important way of yeah. uh, of doing it as well that's an absolute piece of gold to end on i think that's that's great 
And, you know, the benefit is some people might have heard the call to action about the free workbook and gone, right, end of the podcast, switched off. So you guys remaining are going to be the very few who have just heard that beautiful piece of gold. So you guys are in the uh, the little secret club, as we call it now. Um, yeah, no, I think that's great. But but as you've said, if, if people really are struggling to um, to actually put together how they're going to reveal information, it, it does come from understanding who you are, what you want. So, you know, as, as Aidan's already said, go check out our previous episodes, check out the one on character um, and, and go from there. Well, again, yeah, again, if you you guys in the secret club, um, I don't even know why we're calling it the secret club. We'll roll with it. We will roll with it. Um, but yeah, if you guys enjoyed this episode, again, uh, please make sure that you're subscribing, sharing it to friends and or and just doing all that jazz. Again, you guys know how it works. We hate asking, but it's really, really important to help us grow. We we really want to be in in the lives of more magicians and mentalists across the globe. So if you can share it with them, then that would be absolutely fantastic. Um, and again, a new opportunity for, for everybody else is that myself and Ashley at the minute, we are opening up and we are doing some coaching calls. So if you want to talk to us on a, a bit more about these kind of things, you can you can head over to our website, thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash coaching, um, and you'll be able to, to book yourself in for a coaching call in which we'll spend uh, 40 minutes to literally just go really deep on a topic of your choice, um, whether that is revealing information or character or or business tips or sp- absolutely anything you like. Uh, that is uh, an opportunity. Do you have anything to add to that, Ashley? No, quite simply, we want to help you be the best possible version of you in your performances. Uh, so head over, check us out, drop us a message, and we'll be more than happy to help out with you guys. Because as it says on the uh, the front of our website, a rising tide raises all the boats. And with that said, we'll see you next episode. I'm not going to say what it is, but it's a good one. And that's a nice bit of awkward silence for you there. Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye, bye, bye. Hey, it's Aidan here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. 
To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.